For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nina Perez and this is straight talk no sugar added thank you so much for being here you know this show is here to challenge and transform your thinking I try to find like the best humans on the planet to come on here and discuss real life topics so today I have Kimberly Ann Bell and she is a passionate speaker and author at the epitome of Kimmy accept and embrace it all she is an advocate for mental health awareness and through her work she uses her personal life struggles to inspire others to never give up hope and she provides insight into the realities that lay hidden beneath the surface of our society so i am super excited to have her here we just been talking for a few minutes i'm already falling in love so i'm glad that she's here kimberly welcome to straight talk how are you thank you miss nina i'm great i'm great how are you i am great it's a pleasure and an honor i'm so happy to be here with you to conversate I am too. I am too. We have to it's get like into like we already like, know each other. I know. Like, I'm like, I want to go and give you like a high five. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. I wanted to talk to you, uh, but before we get into like the nitty gritty of your book and everything you're doing to inspire people, I just want a little bit more about Kimberly. So tell us a little bit about you. Well, I am a mother of five. Awesome. <laughs> and I have a little one. I started all over again at 42. I just turned 48. So I'm like, woohoo! greater like I, I I don't my kids don't know what to do with me when I turn 50 I told them just get ready because that's <laughs> what, I'm, I'm just gonna go out of my mind <laughs> but um the 40s have been really great I've just turned 48 and I my, my mini my 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 world that just uh I believe she either she's carrying me or I'm carrying her she'll be six that's the that's oh the gosh. um that's the uh the last of the heartbeat <laughs> Right. So um, I have the four adult children and um, three, um, three grown adults. Um, the, the oldest one is 32. And, um, and I have one son, which is great. He moved back home after he found out he was having a baby. So, so he's been with me and my dad for about a year and a half, but he is just like the awesome, the, the best son ever. I, I told Aww. him it was no comparison because I don't have another son. So, so he, he has to step up. <laughs> Yes, I work for the state. Um, I've been doing case management for probably over 10 years. I just love the career that I fell into as far as um, helping people navigate sources, helping people um, 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 advocate for them to get the type of budget they need, to get the resources that they need. And I just fell into the love of um, helping them um, stay in the community if that's what mm-hmm. they choose. Now, some mm-hmm. may, um, because of situations and family situations, family di- di- dynamics, have to stay in a nursing home. And if that's what they choose um, to give them the best services while they're in there. So right. I love, I love, love, love what I do. And I'll probably be retiring from that. I, I told them, I said, I, I'm getting ready to. 
it's coming. I feel still the retirement. And you are only 48. Oh, what are you talking about? I, yeah, I want an entrepreneur. I want my Yes, right? Yes. But yes. I, yes, but I have I have invested, you know, my career into really God has really blessed me into um being a case manager, uh a, a support planner, um assisting people. So I have been really, really blessed. That's and that's a, what that's I'm really doing great. right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I um, I love traveling. I love seafood. I'm on the Eastern shore. So um, I think my taste buds has kind of changed, uh, <laughs> but I could eat fish every day. I could eat and, and that's healthy for you, but I have a right. little mini that she loves fruits and vegetables. I, I told her, you know, as she gets older, we're just going to keep flipping age because I think she's going on 60. I'm, I'm getting behind. <laughs> That's amazing. But we, That's really but we, great. Do, we do, we love traveling. We love doing, we just, um, every day I wake up trying to understand and know me and get the best potential mm-hmm. that I can have of, of myself and um, have that investment of yearning for the self-care. Sometimes I have to just yeah. push my, push my computer back, go and do my walk do things. Uh, I'm loving now that I'm challenging myself to do things differently and stick to those things, especially in the dating world and, and relationship and who do I have in my inner circle and mm-hmm. who do I, uh, uh, I, I allow my spirit to, um, to, to be, to be around, you know, and feel, because I, I used to even do drug counseling at one time. And I used to say to them, um, help me help you. This is, this is, as um, you have to want this, you have to get into that eye to want either different change or, or acknowledge or accept what you have been doing. You have to do different to get right. different results, better results. So it all starts with a determination of yourself. And this is what I've been challenging myself and working on every day. Every day right. that I wake up, if I have a desire to um, do a different route of walking, but I know that walking is good for me, that's what I'll do. You know, right, just, right. you know, that's for me, just for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, self-care is really, really important. I mean, that's something that we're finding now more than ever, right? In this right. Um, era that we're living in with this pandemic and all of that, I think people, you know, had, and especially towards the beginning of it, when people were shut down and at home, you know, a lot of right. things came up for people, you know, a lot of like mental health issues came up, a lot of like self-care and awareness that yeah. they weren't caring for themselves, right. you know, because right. a lot of us work, 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 and then we don't realize yeah. that we're burning out. Right. So right. that's a great thing that you stopped and paused on that because I was reading um, some of the uh, reviews and stuff on your book, which sound amazing. I am going to pick up a copy and it just sounds like you've been through quite a bit in your life as well. Right. So I'd like to touch in on that because (laughs) I want to show that there is a journey, right? Like when you go through a lot of things in life and you have a lot of impactful moments in your life, you can either let that kind of destroy you, or you can end up in a place where you can use that as your building blocks and your foundation to make you stronger, right. Or to help you think of your own self-care because maybe Nobody thought about that when you were younger. Maybe nobody showed you what self-care sure enough was. Didn't. You're right? right. You're right. Yeah. And it's a process. Just like you said, yeah. it is a process. I didn't just get here. Like I said, I just celebrated my 48th birthday. I just didn't wake up this in, in the morning and got here. No, right. I had a, some, I had a lot of process, but what I had to keep in mind is that I want to continue to feel this way. Did I want right. it to continue to, um, to have this, uh, the um, unhealthy relationships, the unhealthy habits, the um, frustrations, the the turmoil, the unexpected results 
or um, um, uh, relationships that I yearned for? Did I want to continue to live that kind of way? You know, I never had the hatred because I was always um, from five on up was instilled of love. God was love and you were love. But that was a process too. That was that was something that was already, that was that my adopted dad invested in me. So if someone didn't invest that in you, that would be a process that someone would have to go if they had built hatred or um, unforgiveness in their heart. Right. Me, I hadn't, you know, so, right. but I had that resentment. I had that abandonment feeling. And then I had the rejection. Then I had um, th- that would stem into my adult life of holding on to what was it meant for me to hold on to? Mm, didn't want good. to feel the didn't mm-hmm. want to didn't want to feel the let go, even if it right. was hurting me. Just did not want to feel yeah. I, I gotta let it go, you know? Right. <laughs> so well, it's hard to let it go because I think sometimes right. we have been in it for so long, it's almost right. part of your identity, right? So right. letting right. something go that somebody did. Well, first of all. I don't know about you, you know, the, the journey, because I want to get into your journey. I know for me, letting go of like my 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 stepfather, who was my child molester, right? Mm-hmm. Letting go of the anger and resentment I had towards him almost stole a little bit of my identity away. Like I, that was who I was to be angry and pissed off at him a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, right, um, right. and then you kind of, you be, but you do become free. You do right. become free. Right. There's a right. freedom that comes right. with it, but it's not easy. It's not easy. It's definitely a process. Now, Nina, you talked on how that affected you in different ways. And people have to realize and and that investment of knowing themselves, how it affected you in different ways. And me, with my child molester, I felt the self-worth, the self-esteem that was just done. It was absolutely done. So I felt never worthy, but doing my best to be worthy in other relationships and never make, and, and then so when, the hurt or the disappointment came from the other people. Like, how, why? Right, right, <laughs> why? right. Yeah. Wasn't I not good enough? Wasn't I not worked enough? You know. Right. Um. And so it just. Uh. And I had to find where was that root of that. You know, and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. book um helped me open the hole from the yeah. very beginning mm-hmm. to find out where these roots can't lie in and how I had to release. And no, first of all, I am a gift. I was right. created in love. I am worthy of love to come back yep. and to receive it. It's not forced. It's not a compromise. Love is love. Doesn't right. you, you, you see what I'm saying? But I had to go from the beginning. And at one time, you know, from that journey of um, not feeling the love, well, um, the rejection from mm-hmm. five, you know, of uh, the mother and the father whom I knew that would not, that I'm think I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing and I'm experiencing, they're not coming back for me. Right. I, I know these people. Why? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. Tell some, me about that. Like, something, like, so, yeah. So something had to be, I'm growing, something had to be about me. Right, right, about wrong me. with and you, so, wrong yes, with you, yeah, wrong with me. totally get and that, what was, yeah. and I got to correct whatever right. it is, right, <laughs> and, and then it has nothing to do with you at five years it, old, exactly, you know? right. so I had right. to get to that journey of, it had nothing to do with me, it had, it's all to do with the receivers, the people that did what yes. they did, yes, but yes. it had nothing to do with me, but from years of feeling that that was, and holding, right. like you said, and holding on to, um, the, um, 
uh, I know one of my therapists has said something about um, uh, I, I, I had to get do this release of the past of, of justification of, of that, that control, that feeling that um, the power is taken from me beyond my control. Like right. um, the hammer of a judgment of, I, I wouldn't even, I, you didn't even ask me, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? You just right. hammered a judgment. How, how dare you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, she's, and she's like, this is where it came from, from foundation. So from that foundation, you, I have to understand, do life. You release this. There's going to be times that you're going to be able to know you, identify the truth in you, the personality in you, the character in you, mm-hmm. embrace all of that and let that judgment fall where it is. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. I do yeah. want to explore that a little bit. I mean, can you take us a little bit on your journey when you were young? Because I know that you, sure. you kind of you mentioned it, but I don't know if we know much about it. So, so what happened when you were younger? A cover of my book, the picture of the child there is the only picture that I, uh, I have from my adopted parents. I have no baby pictures. I have no memories of um, uh, in picture form of me, you know, me and my sister or when I was an infant or one, two, all, that was the very first picture. So that was, rev- you know, really important for me to, yeah. for my readers to see this is what I had to experience and, 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 and share that this was a profound um, uh, year. And that was around, I was six years old mm. and I was uh, dropped off by my dad. Um, and this was his um, oldest sister. So that was my paternal aunt. I had never stayed with them overnight before. Um, right. I knew of them, but I didn't know them well enough. Right. So this was a very, and it's in the book, how it led to this drop off a very bad, uh, um, physical altercation between him and my mom that I remember. And it was horrible, but it was right. so horrible. I, I, I bring my viewers to, to see in a child, in a five-year-old child's mind that led up to that, that I was almost traumatized. I could right. not cry. I was looking, I was witnessing my oldest sister just going off and she's two years older than me. And she was trying to fight my father. We were in the back seat, and she was screaming and yelling, but I was so horrified and I had went through so much of this disconnection with my um biological mom that I was just trance I I just was like a um frozen <laughs> just yeah. frozen and I could not cry I just remembering I could not cry I was just wondering in my mind where are we going what is going to happen now where are we going when I'm seeing this blood and and it was just awful So we ended up to my grandparents' house and I remember words were crossed and I remember this expression on my um, um, grandfather's face that was just um, horrible that you can imagine his daughter being, being sent in that kind of um, ordeal, you know, and uh, my dad having words with my, my, my mother and um, he hurrying me in the, in the car and saying, come on. And I remember him driving and he didn't say anything. He just dropped me off. And he said, I, you, you need to say, uh, basically I need to stay there. And I remember them, wow. you know, looking at me and welcoming me and, um, you know, 
having me sleep in the room. And I took my readers there like it was uh, turning of my point of, of my life forever. But in my mind, it was like the beginning of so many things right. of I had to break free from of um, I'm being dropped off from people that I really didn't know. I'm scared to tell them I, I don't want to sleep in a room by myself. Right. What choice have that no one's given me? And then uh, weeks and um, years at a time, starting off with the weeks into the month, you know, my father would come there and say, because this is his relationship with his older sister right. and say, I'm going to come back and get you. And I would pack and get ready. And he would never come back mm. and get me. So I'm, I'm living with so much let down and disappointment right. from two yeah. people that mm -hmm. were accountable and responsible for a child that they brought into this world. Right. right. So, so yeah, so that's the very beginning of the journey. And then um, with the traumatic um, mental uh, status that as a young age that I had to go through so quickly and then adapt to something totally different. These are older people, um, their foundation as far as um, um, structure was like back in the generation where you had time to get, everybody ate breakfast at the same time, everybody ate lunch at the same time, everybody ate dinner at the same time. It was no Pop-Tarts, it was a full course meal. I mean, right. the stability and the structure was old school, but it was a total different adjustment, even down to the church. I remember always being in church with my, uh, with my, with my real parents because my dad played the bass guitar, but it was Pentecostal. It was at that, at that age, I knew how to shout. I even right, said right. to my, um, my, my mom, when I got to their church, that these, that these people didn't shout. Because I, I, it was a Pentecostal. I knew <laughs> that you get up church. and you start dancing and shout. I get, look, Nina, I guess that's why I'm the best dancer in there now. <laughs> oh gosh, that is too much. I my kids dying laughing. I said, I, I, I said, Beyonce ain't got nothing on me. I said, I'm going to have a forever lover, but I've been dancing ever since I was four years old. <laughs> that is hilarious. But yeah, so, you know, um, going into um AME Zion and that was more structured it was like the whole change um, right. um learning uh, their side of the family and I got solid I just felt like my voice was no reason to share what for yeah. Yeah. no one gave yeah. me a choice anyway no one talked to me no one said um, this is the best for you this is what I would I would I experience most of what I heard um, you know, and their little conversations when they thought that I wasn't listening of, you know, that my mother never did want me, you know, it's a shame, yeah. but we want you and this and that and the other, you know, uh, so it was, it was so it was, hard. It, exactly. So I went my first uh, in, in enrollment in school, um, learning it, that mentality flourished, you know, flowed over me retaining information. I, and I was diagnosed with their test back in the seventies as mild retardation. But if there were a lot of tests that's now um, advanced, it was really PTSD. Now yeah. I do have, I do have um, um, uh, trouble in um, 
retaining, you know, information, details and stuff like that. Like I had to work extra hard when I got in college, right. I had to work extra hard and reading over and over and over yeah. and get my own system to make sure that it's in me. But, and, and it takes me longer to get it. But when I do get it, it's like, you can't take it away from me. I, right. I got to routinely do it over and over and over. Right. But, um, so I went to, um, majority of my elementary years up until sixth grade and resource. So I had to experience bullying and here, yeah. here's this mother with this child that felt like there was no reason to have a voice, mm. you know, it was no reason to, you know, but I had my adopted dad and he would constantly uh, show me, not just tell me about God and about the relationship that he had with him. He prayed all the time. He um, said scriptures all the time. He would let me know, you know, at, at the times that we would go to church and, you know, every Sunday and um, come home that no matter what I go do, that God is always going to be with me. Wow. And he would say, you know, and this is where I got Kimmy from, because he was the he was the one that called me Kimmy. And he would say, Kimmy, he said, listen to your dear old dad. He said, I didn't get this age for, you know, he said, but I, as you get older, you have wisdom, he said, and um, I love you. He says, but God loves you more than I love you. And yeah. he would never leave you. So when you think you're all alone, you're not alone. And, and that kept my spirit. Re believe it or not, I watched, I observed him praying. I, re I observed this man's relationship with God through it all. And even when my, my adopted mom would say, when uh, we would have a little battle about periodically I'll say I want to go home I want to see my mom I want to I want to be with my sister and she would say how in the world would you want to stay mm. or go and see a woman that didn't take care of you didn't want you would mistreated you and he would stop her Nina yeah, he would stop her of he, would course. Say, uh -uh. he said we're not going to do that we're yeah. not going to do that we're not going to it's okay it's okay Kimmy we're not going to do that and, and and he would tell her it's okay if she wants to go and see them and they would have to intercede sometimes about me going to see them. I would periodically, and then a, a, a protection for me. Um, like I couldn't understand it then when they gave my dad the talk of not coming back over and promising me that he was going to come and get me because yeah. he kept disappointing me. Right. So now that I got older, I mean, I, I seen it in my twenties that they were just doing things to protect me. Yeah. yeah. But when you're as, little yeah. and nobody's talking to you or right. explaining it, you're exactly. just feeling rejected, angry, exactly. disappointed, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I do love that your adopted dad was there though. I think, oh, yes. you know, yes. I, for me too, I had my grandfather who, who loved me, even though I didn't have a father. And mm -hmm. the, the thing is, is like, I feel like I feel like that's a way for God to kind of give us some ease in, in the storm. You know what I yes. mean? When you have like that one person that, yes. that, that loves you, even though you don't love yourself or don't think yes. anybody loves you. And that's such a powerful place, right? That's such a powerful thing. To like have. it's like the balance mm -hmm. that you need in your journey. Like yeah. if I like that, that, that combination of my adopted mom and her husband now, now that was my adopted mom do the relationship from my biological dad. Right. So how ironic, how God is so good to us that he had the husband, you know, right. to balance that off because if it wasn't for him and it was just her, I would have been a mess. <laughs> right, right. A mess. right. I been a mess. So I needed that balance and I'm so glad that I had, because a lot of things I learned from her 
but that yeah. foundation of that spirit that I needed to journey through was was built on him, on his right. character, on his personality. Right. Yes. Did you find as you are going older now, you know, you, you already went to elementary school, you're still living with them. Um, did you find as you got older that you were more rebellious, more more angry? Did you go through uh, stages where you didn't care whether you saw your parents or not, or you didn't care what really happened to you or not? Did you go through any of that? Um, I, I got to the stage that I didn't care what happened to me. I didn't go. I, I, I always yearned for my mother relationship. Right. Yeah. I always, yeah. I always yearned for her. Me too. I always yearned for my, um, relationship with my, with my siblings because she had children after, uh, you know, after me. It, it, it sounds to me like your sister stayed with her. Only you yeah, were my taken older away. Sister. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, my older sister. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, and we have a relationship, but, um, I, um, all, I, I got rebellious to, um, that silent girl that, um, when, um, I started, I remember this guy was, um, and it's in my book had an older guy, um, see me walking with my, with my childhood friend, um, home and he's, he's shown interest and I'm so gullible, you know, he's driving and stuff like that. And one that I was, um, committed was just, that I was curious, you know, and I started skipping school and everything and got pregnant, but it was that silent tri- child inside that I, I was like, this is no way I'm going to let the, this woman and this man know that I'm curious or then there's to die because we had certain names for different parts. You were womanish. Yeah, I mean, when I said it was old school, it was old school. Right, they said right. what, what goes on in this house stays in this house. It was no, it was just no way. I just right. had not had that freedom. And they had, um, especially my mother wanted to suffocate that or, um, or make the child that she had had lost or she had never had. And you, she couldn't do that. Right. She couldn't do that. No matter how much hard she tried, she could not, um, form a child that she wanted to have or that she she thought in her mind that she should have had um in her lifetime like I was that replacement and um we have a strained relationship because of I'm created as me (laughs) I I had the uh, genes of my mother and my father I knew them, you know what I mean? And I wanted, and you know, she would say as I was a child, well, I was my, I was my mother's best friend and I don't understand our love because you should be. And I'm like, she, she doesn't even know me. She's not taking time for to even know me. Yeah. So now I see that you um, are taking all of these experiences that you've had in your life and you're a speaker now, right? So what is it that you do as a speaker? Well, I, I, I had different topics that I, on as far as uh, abuse, um, um, child um, neglect, um, um, adoption, um, just various topics that, you know, that, you know, was profound for that uh, occasion or the event. Um, I talked to grand um, grandparents um, at the um, show up at our local show up agencies about um, relationship, you know, far as children and um, building, you know, communication and stuff like that, because I, and, and, and I really believe a lot of times um, when things happen in our foundation that p- 
people need to, especially child molestation, people need to hear it from the molester, uh, the molestee, you know, the person that experienced from their voice, from their point of view. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic that you're doing that. And I know Mm -hmm. that you really, um, you know, I'm sure that you had this experience where when you wrote your book, it's kind of incredible, right? When you start to reach people's lives, like some people maybe open up to you that you never knew what you've yeah. been going through something, yeah. right? Isn't yeah. that a great yeah. feeling? It, it has been. I mean, the first week that it was released, someone hit me on Facebook Messenger. I don't even know. I, I have so many friends on there. I don't, I didn't know who she was. And she was like, I just got your book. And I wanted to let you know that, you know, a lot of things are similar that I have went through. And it just encouraged me to possibly, you know, tell my, share my own story. And I'm like, yes, this is yeah. it. But during the writing, during the COVID, I had, and I think this is important for people to know, I had my therapist. I, I, I I think I, one session I had to call her like twice a week (laughs) and I'm crying, you know, because, um, the revealing, you know, just putting it back out there, revisiting from there all the way to the end, I needed support. And I found to embrace, um, and I, I note them in my book, um, a couple of my therapists that I've had, and I, I've, I'm, I've been already solidified it. I said, when I get into another relationship, they're going to be on speed dial. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. When I, when I think about that commitment, they're going to be on speed dial because it's a, it's a resource that I know that I can't, I have embraced and accepted. I can't do this journey by myself. I'm glad you said that. that Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you said that though, because I think that, you know, you know, digging in to your past and digging there, you do need support. You need support, whether it's a therapist or somebody you truly uh, trust, whether it's um, a pastor or whatever it is that you, you know, need, but every, I think it takes a village, right? And I I believe it also Mm -hmm. takes a village to heal. Right. Yes, so yes. I always say, you know, I, I'm a coach to um, I do, I do a, a lot of coaching and um, usually it's for these um, high achieving entrepreneurial women, you know, professionals, and they go through a lot, but they keep a lot to themselves because they're mm-hmm. professionals and they have mm-hmm. to, and they have to look a certain way and do a certain thing. But um, I always tell them, I said, you, you cannot do these journeys alone. You cannot right. do these journeys alone, you know? Right. So I'm really um, happy that you wrote your book. I'm happy you put it out there and I'm happy you were able to expose a lot of those things because I know that one of the things that you really love from reading your bio and everything is mental health right. and mental health right now is a big thing it is you know it is so it is. I'm glad and, that I, you do and, and I'm talks. glad you know because a lot of things that I substituted and I don't put myself on a pedestal because I could have um chose drugs I could have chose smoking I could have chose yep. alcohol yep. to use the tool to help me but I, I was a workaholic one time. I worked myself mm-hmm. to to not sit down to think of what yeah. I was actually going through in one of my marriages that I put in my book. Um, and that wasn't good for me. Um, I got self, I got, self, I, I used my kids as um, the, the, the escape. Like I was one of the, like at a young age, I was constantly where, I said my kids was my whole life to one time I, I, visit, I went to a conference and an older woman um, seen me eating, waiting for them to come to, um, you know, join me at the conference. 
And she said, um, what do you like to do, honey? She was just in a conversation with me. And I was so baffled. I went back to the room and I just cried that whole night because wow. I did not. And I felt so out of place, even eating by myself because I'm, I, I had just poured my whole life into my children, you know? Right, right. And um, so I'm just, I'm just glad that I can advocate and share my journey and let people know that it's not me being the best person on the earth, but it's my choices, but also in my choices, still knowing that those tools and those resources that I had was not the best for me, that I had to continue this process and find out right. that, yes, I need, like you said, another person. I need to seek professional help <laughs> to get right. over. Yeah. You know? I don't need to push my um, mother figure away just because she's not who I want her to be, which right. is my biological mother, but embrace it. Embrace that she's available, that she is open up her heart to see Kim and accept Kim how she is. And it's, it's not forced. It's not compromised. Right, right, it's right, not, right. it's not, it's not booked, but she's willing me to give, you know what I mean? And right. so well, it sounds like you, it sounds like you've gone yeah. through a, a really great journey of forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so many people get caught up in forgiving, but still expect um, mm. a result that God hasn't gave them or it's not going to be. And, and that's right. what I wrestled with. And I pushed this woman away for about a year and a half. One time I just stopped calling her. Right. And do you know, when I did decide to call her, she was still right there. Right. And that's something I think it's, forgiveness it's, is a big thing. It's a big it tool is. to help you move forward. I mean, forgiveness right. is never for the other person anyway. Forgiveness is for right. you. You right. know, so right. good for you for doing that and good right. for you for writing this book. I'm glad that you're out there, like, you know, going to do these talks and talk about, you know, mental health and, and inspiring other people and women and moms and stuff like that, because it's a very powerful thing. And I think now with, you know, uh, mental health is being more spoken about now. So people are right. starting to realize that it's not such a big stigma. And like, if you're actually going through something, it is okay to reach out for help. It is okay. You know, it back is. in the day, it they'd is. be like, I'm not going to see you know, therapist, I'm not crazy. It had nothing to do with being crazy. It has to do with right. healing, you know. It was taboo. It's flat taboo yeah. right there because I told you that in my household it was um it was what goes on in this house stays in this house. Stays even in this when house, I got yeah. into even when I got into the elementary school that my resource teacher, you know, um did, you know, suggest to um, my parents, you know, maybe she wants, you know, you need to have her be seen or take her to talk to and they were like you know we're trusting god we, we will pray about this what we can what we can what, yeah what's what happening we can pray <laughs> prayer is I where know. is it that's the key and i pray i still pray and i i believe prayer is the key but like i said i use um the resources that i have god gives me wisdom god gives yeah. everybody wisdom to right. um to explore and and he wouldn't have these people on earth you know, to help and to assist for, for no reason. Everybody has a purpose-driven yeah, yeah, life yeah. to do. So I just, I capitalize on that and I'm wicked work for me. So, and I let people know, you know, I'm not ashamed. It took me courage to put that book out there. It wasn't, it wasn't accepted by <laughs> everyone. Trust right. me, it was not. It was, yeah, it I know the deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it took courage. And yeah. I just knew that uh, all my life, that what I had to release, wasn't just for me it wasn't just for me and I and I tell my and I used to, before my book it even came out I said to uh, would say to my children 
Um, I tried and I know that I did the best I could because there were different ages, a different season of my life that I had every last one of them. My first one was at 15, just before I turned 16. And so all the way up. But I told him, I said, you know, I said, I always believed and I still believe the type of mother you had and you still have is me believing and trusting in God, God to give me what I need, the tools to use to be the best mother that I can be to you all. Not, mm-hmm. not, not on my own willpower. Mm-hmm, Trust mm-hmm. and believe it's not on my own willpower. Yeah. And That's so fantastic. they got it. They, they got that. And, and, and even with the season of my life with that many, I, I do the same thing with her. You know, God, now that I'm in a different season of my life and she's getting a lot more of me than my yeah. other kids back in that age. But, yeah. you know, it, it's all because of you. It's not by my own willpower. I still need your strength. I still need your wisdom. I still need that, that quiet time. I still need, you know, like you were, we were talking about before, that self-care, that um, uh, lessons learned for the years and me embracing all that I went through in my past. It's for now. Right. It's for now, you know, it's for now. Yep. It's it is. For now. And now is all you have though, Kimberly, right? I right. Mean, literally this moment, this conversation we're having right now is all we have right now. All we have. All, all we, we have. have. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised the next minute. Right. We're not promised right. any of that. And that's why these conversations are so important because this could be our last conversation, right? right. And so when You're we right. have these conversations, they should be with a heart and willingness to impact somebody's life because it's going to go out there on the, you know, and on TV and on the, on the uh, podcast and all that kind of stuff. And you don't know who hears what, you know, I've had right. people, you know, uh, DM me and call me and stuff. And stop me even like one day I was getting a cup of coffee and this lady comes and she goes excuse me are you Nina Perez I'm like yeah she goes oh my gosh I just read your book unbelievable it's impacted me blah 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 but the whole Uh point is is that even if she was the only one that read it then that's why I wrote it you know what I'm saying then she's the one I wrote it for you know and I'm not just saying that because oh I'm just so great no I'm saying that because it's true every time we do something we are going to hurt somebody or lift somebody up. And we need to be careful about how we do that, right? Because like you said, me and you have been through quite a bit in our lives. Now, yeah. how we use that is going right. to be what is valuable, how we use our lives, right? right. So you, you, way you use your life to impact your daughter and the people that you impact when you do your talks and stuff is why you went through what, why you went through what you did. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I had to let that go. You know, just like yeah. you said, Nina, the, the, the behaviors and the, and the stuff that happened to me that were on the other people, that is how I respond. Right. It's my response. That's that, right. That truly matters. And that's all that right. I can live with. And, you know, and, and I work that, that out every day of how I respond to my past and my, even my present, because yeah. I'm like, you know, I get this gratitude and I say, Oh, nope. Okay. My mind, I got this, I got this little one, almost 60. I got this work. I don't, I don't have a husband, I, but you know what? I'm embracing it. This is more right. time for me to know Kim, to love Kim, right. to love her. You know what I mean? To yep, get my, I sure get do. my, get my body physically ready, get, get, get yeah. things done that I really hadn't want that I had, hadn't ever got done. You know, yeah. so embracing, yeah. like you said, that now, not in, and responding to the every given moment that I, we're allowed to have. Right. And oh how, my gosh. And, yeah. And, and, our, and our choices of how, how are we going to respond to it? Like, I got, like, even to your listeners, I got tired of um, the, the same pattern 
of uh, my mentality or the things that I was going through in my personal relationship and even my um, unexpected things of, of going in my local area. Is this the time that I'm going to see her or, or should or, or, or th these birthdays are coming up? What can I give? What can I give just to get a response? No, that's frustration. That's too much stress. That's not how God intended no one to live, right. but live, like you said, an abundance of life, of freedom. Right. of freedom, of right. your response, of your response of how you can deal with your love to all that can receive it and can give back, you know? Right. Yep. Oh man, we we could talk all day. <laughs> we, are, we, are, <laughs> we could talk all day because I so relate to you. I think the forties, I'm in my forties, I just turned 49. Oh, don't you and, love it? <laughs> yeah, I, lo I was going to say the forties have been the most sexiest time for me oh, my my, with my mind, my development, yes. my friendships, my <laughs> career, all yes. of it. It's been phenomenal. I, I didn't know. question but what what month is your birthday august august what 13th 10 <laughs> 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 look at this <laughs> so funny oh my gosh so we're, we're just gonna have to put it already out there we're gonna have to celebrate next year you in know? August. wait wait one more question before before we let you go can i just ask you when you had your first son how old were you Son. Oh, your first child. I'm sorry. Oh, your my first, first child. child. Yeah. Fifteen. 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 Get out of here. Because <laughs> I heard you say, because you said you were 48 and your son was 32. Yeah. I'm 49. Yeah. My son is 33. Uh, okay. I said, oh my gosh, I think she had her son at 15. Yeah. I I, I turned uh, 16 August 13th and Courtney was born July 31st. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Isn't yes. that something? Oh boy, I tell you, we rock, don't we? <laughs> oh man, this was meant to be. This, this conversation was meant to be. Purposely designed. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to have a long friendship, Kimberly. Right. We, we are, are going to have a long friendship. Definitely. This is amazing. Thank you so much for being here. But before I let you go, I do want you to let us know how we can like follow you or support you or anything like that. So I know that you have a book I want you to mention your book where we can find okay. it. And okay. if you have like social media stuff that you like people to follow you on, please go ahead and mention it for my okay. audience to know how to reach you. Okay, great. Well, it's on Amazon um, and Goodreads, I believe that's the mm -hmm. name of the uh, other book. Um, but Amazon, um, the epitome of Kimmy, E-P-I-T-O-M-E. I think I got a book up Yeah, you spelled it right. Um, and um, yeah, this you'll see the little little girl on a picture so you'll know that that's me and um facebook is at at kimberly and bell and um then i have a website kimberly and bell www kimberly and with the e that's my ego name in the middle Nina. you have to read the book and figure out how i got the kimberly i will <laughs> the kimberly but um that kimberly was um named from kim hughes i was named after kim hughes on the story <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. My kids always tell me that I had that woman inside my body. They say, oh, there, there she is coming out. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Yes, I was in the mall saying to them at 12 and 13, I said, you guys, come on, you guys, yeah. we're ready to go. They said, oh my God. 
But yeah, oh so gosh. it's um, and with the E B E L L dot com. And if you want to invite me, I'll travel. Me and Maya loves to travel. Um, it's awesome. a place on there where um, all my information, contact me, email me, and um, you'll see my family on there. So uh, the website is really, really, really the the biggest contact that you can, um, and I just encourage you. And and I have where my books are too, on there. So I just encourage anybody that's listening, don't give up. You're looking at a living testimony, and I'm just so happy to be here with so Nina here. to yes. express my journey and um, let you know that you're not by yourself. If I could that's do right. it. That's yeah. right. Kimberly, thank you so much. And thank you for being here. <laughs> Guys, thank you so no much for listening and watching. Make sure that you click and you subscribe and you share. Leave a review as well. I love to hear what you guys think of all these beautiful conversations with these amazing human beings. Thank you so much for being here. This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.